I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And this, this is That Other F Word. Did you say daddy? I said ready. <laughs> daddy. That's super weird. <laughs> don't, don't practice your role playing here. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Sorry. Welcome back to part two of what we've missed. God help um, us. I can also see that making Shane very uncomfortable. Oh, 100%. Oh, whenever I call him daddy like that he gets really weirded out it's pretty fun yeah <laughs> and daddy'd be like what yeah like, so the difference of you should like, switch it up and be like uncle so i don't know <laughs> ill that's that, weird that one went gross um <laughs> so speaking of weird sexual things we promised we were gonna start with nancy reagan who was known in our what you missed part two <laughs> If you missed the first part, go back. And you have no idea what the hell's going on, go you back. S- you still won't know what's going on, <laughs> but still listen to the first one. <laughs> so, what was she, she, she? Nancy Reagan was whose wife, since we're so worried about being somebody's wife oh here my God. at this podcast? So, Nancy Reagan was first lady, wife of President. America. Oh, <laughs> she so was first lady of America. <laughs> yes, and she was president of. Nope. She, <laughs> of nothing. She was literally president of <laughs> fucking nothing. But one thing we'll talk about in a minute. <laughs> she was married to President Ronald Reagan. Yeah. So this whole little weird scandal <laughs> situation started when... Uh, Our good friend and favorite stupid idiot. <laughs> ben Shapiro. He's not guilty this time, but his sister Abby is. They're so, all assholes in that family. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, she put up a post trying to sex shame Madonna, basically. So basically what it was, was it was a picture of Madonna in a very sexual and pose like a on a bed. shot. Yes. Yeah. And a picture of Nancy Reagan with her family. And ba- what it said was, uh, you know, here's Madonna at 63 and Nancy Reagan at 64. Who do you want to be? Classy versus trashy. And of course, this blows up on social media, but not for the reason she wanted it to, because it turns out Nancy Reagan was known as the blowjob queen of Hollywood. She was. What's funny is I don't think anybody ever has said that about Madonna. She's worn worn cones on her tits. (laughs) It's not something she's known for out there, but anyway. Pre-marriage to Ronald Reagan, she was Nancy David, and she was renowned in Hollywood for oral sex. Right, and if anybody doesn't know, by the way, Donald Trump was not our first reality star president. Ronald Reagan was a movie star before he became the president of the free world. Well, I think he was our first reality star president. I mean, re- re- yeah, reality star, but like, like not pol- very distinctly not a politician. Was right. Hollywood? I mean, he was literally a movie star. Correct. And then, like, everybody was up in arms when like Arnold became governor. I'm not sure what is happening anymore. Oh, by the way, okay, <laughs> just anyway. So, so Hollywood, they have the Hollywood connection. You know, people were. She was trending based on her. Sexual prowess, her incredible skills in fellatio, and so basically, you know what this highlights. I, apparently, my, basically is my theme word of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Drink every time I say basically. Um, so uh, nope, I just got a note from the lawyers. We cannot encourage that. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said it again. So. Now I'm having to stop myself from saying it. <laughs> so, I mean, I think what this highlights is, like, we're all sexual creatures, right? Whether you are a conservative or a liberal or neither or if religious it's undercover or, not. or not. Yeah. I mean, and so she had her own sexual backstory. But, like, what's the problem is when you cover it up, and not that she did this, but when you cover it up and try to judge other people based on them being their authentic selves in the world. Right. It's just funny. Like in this world, like does your mind get blown a little bit though when you, and I'm like, I'm giddy with this. The fact that Nancy Reagan has probably given more men blowjobs than Madonna. Like, (laughs) I hope that's true. I, there's, there's a distinct possibility that that is true. (laughs) And I am overjoyed like at the thought of that because that little picture of her little prim and proper self with her little fucking pill hat with her little perfect curls and her perfect church shoes like she's in the back of like limos and bathrooms and doing this wherever. I mean, good for her. Right? Ma- hell yeah! Like if you're good at something, go for it. Now I um, will say two two slightly more sobering things. 
you know, now that we are familiar with Hollywood yes. and the Me Too movement, like, you know, I, I do have to wonder, like, was this her, like, being her, like, a sexual prowess or your, was it blow me or yeah. your husband doesn't get this movie role? Well, or, I think this, this was, was pre-Ron. This was pre-Ron. My bad. But, but I like they met? <laughs> well, right. You can you could be the first lady someday if you blow me. <laughs> ah, but yeah, she was that good. She was that good. She was that good. And but may, and you're right though, Rin. So like rewinding, maybe this was not always by her choice, which is a very big problem. Yeah, maybe it was so a pressure situation. We'll assume it was her choice, and she was just a skank, and I, we love that. That's but, what I hope for. Yes, her. me too. But if she was just being forced to blow somebody and didn't bite their dick off while doing so, then that's a shame. Another <laughs> another um, reaction that people had was, you know, let's not judge women by their, like, sexuality. Let's judge people by how their impact on the world. And, you know, what people were talking about uh, specifically was the reaction of Madonna and Nancy Reagan to the AIDS epidemic. Um, and Madonna was apparently very helpful at the time, and mm -hmm. Nancy Reagan pretty much turned a blind eye. So well, yeah, because it was not part of the conservative agenda, right? right. You were it wasn't making America not, great again, right? Which, for those of you who don't know, that's where "Make America Great Again" originally came from. Boom, boom, boom! Ren with the politics. The AIDS epidemic. No, Ronald Reagan. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was. Re not only does "Make America Great Again" suck. It's been co Because it was only great for a very specific <laughs> kind of person at the time. It was also recycled. <laughs> it's so unique. Everything is just so unique these days. All right, moving on from Nancy. Speaking of unique, there was a very unique show on HBO around Christmas time called Santa Inc., which was basically a very liberal look at the North Pole as an, like a workplace. Um, but the reason we're talking about it, it was criticized by a lot of what I'm going to call white supremacists um, because <laughs> it was a show about because Christmas <laughs> um, made by a lot of people that happen to be Jewish. And Sarah's also black. Because um, so uh, Gabri Sidibe and uh, Craig Robinson are characters in it, and yes. um, she is a, she plays a bisexual reindeer. Yes. So <laughs> you know that that kind of stuff just got people all sorts of. Well, so Sarah of Silverman voices the main character, and basically, it's about her like it's about gender inequality in the workplace. It's about all kinds of things, like racial, like it's all kinds of stuff. Um, but the trailer on YouTube was like flooded with anti-Semitic comments. Which I mean, what do you think is working on Christmas, guys? <laughs> Jews and Chinese restaurants. <laughs> That's where we all go on Christmas when you all are waiting for Santa. Just I just, saying. it's, you know, the ratings were tanked on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. I remember looking at, I looked things up on IMDb a lot and being like, wow, this show is like, yeah, it's because Sarah I don't know Silverman if we should watch it. Seth, like, and Seth Rogen are, you know, I so the reason we ended up watching it, even though that I saw the reviews were so bad, was because I really enjoy Sarah Silverman and Seth Rogen. Um, and then I read about what had actually happened and why the reviews were what they were. Um, but you know, for anybody still doubting whether or not anti Semitism is alive and well, here's another <laughs> symptom. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> but I mean, really, like, like, really, this is what just don't watch it. You realize that HBO is a paid subscription service or but that's not you know, the point like the point thing. is katrina that <laughs> jewish people are trying to ruin all of we, our pretty precious wonderful christian we things. ruin everything you know but here's the hollywood thing. christianity we killed jesus america america all the things but thanks to the wussification of america and cancel culture we can't have things like women making us sandwiches at our beck and call <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with anything, but... It doesn't. It's, it's the concept <laughs> that, that the right and these white supremacists want to scream and shout about cancel culture. But they invented it. And cancel culture this and cancel... They did invent oh, it. Oh, can't say that or I'll get canceled. And it's like, you know, we can't even make a movie that you have an option to watch or not watch and, you, and without it, you right. going all up in arms. The difference is, is that we have these issues with you that you're saying, and it's like basically what you're doing. We're saying, 
yeah, we're, I'm not going to watch that because you're an asshole. Like, I don't like what you just said, so I don't have to patronize your business. That's fine. That's where it needs to mm-hmm. end. But y'all just want to start, like, destroying this movie's ratings. Half of them probably didn't even watch it. They just read something about it on that, the internet. Oh, Ju- they did it on the YouTube Juice, trailer Juice for the produced show. it. Right. So they didn't even watch but the movie. They not, They're just like, Were they the not trailer. happy for it's once garbage. Juice were talking about... Christmas? I mean, no, because it, you know it's like skewering, <laughs> right? Like Santa's kind of a dope, and like you sure. know what I mean. I mean, come on. All right, so I'm assuming also on HBO Max <laughs> that the two of you watched every episode of and just like that. Absolutely, I've also watched every single Sex in the City, everything. Okay, now I can't tell if you're joking or not. I have absolutely not watched it. I've watched. <laughs> you really bad at sarcasm. <laughs> I watched one. So bad. I watched one movie. Out of one all of those the things movies. you're good at, sarcasm is not one of Thanks. them. Thanks. I watched one of those movies. So, did you all follow at all all the storm around and just like that? Well, no. I'm going to go away. No. What, <laughs> what storm? I mean, I know that like SJP and Kim Cattrall are no longer friends. Yes. Yeah, so, I know that much. So, and just like that is the reinvigorated sex in the city series um but basically yeah, i mean there was just a lot like there was ageism like people were constantly like judging the women for being older um which they in fact are yes they tried to <laughs> well and like that's also not a bad thing right, right like right, people like, age and it's better than the alternative that's right um <laughs> and then like they tried to represent trans people in the show and like people uh you know reacted a lot to you know like the wokeism of it um alcoholism was just not watch it then what i heard was not good like nothing i heard from any source and I, i mean it was everywhere for a while it was just all like it was bad like it was written by people that were not age appropriate that clearly did not know how people of that age communicated or interacted with people of modern times. Like, it was written by a bunch of boomers that were pretending like, hey, young people, I'm one of you, too. I mean, so there might have, have been... Seen it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, and, and I have seen Sex and the City and all of that. It wasn't like, it didn't blow my mind, and it also wasn't... I guess when I come into something like that, I don't feel entitled to enjoying... Like, I don't, I don't feel entitled to being thrilled to death with, like, I didn't write it, right? So somebody else wrote it. And so it's fine. Um, I did like watching it. I watched all of it. Um, we were, and it was fine. Well, we and were talking about this in one of my classes. And it, so after the, we kind of missed the Super Bowl and the show, which we, we all loved us 90s kids, but um, they likened the houses and I'll, I'll explain why I'm on this, but like they said, they were, fe- they look like female housing. And then one of the girls goes, can we just not watch stuff to watch it anymore? We can can't. we just not enjoy anything? Do we have to ruin everything? So when we watch a Sex in the City, why do I, f- why when I'm watching pointless shows, and I watch them all the time, just not happen to be not that one, why can't I just watch it? Why right. am I dissecting it or thinking all this way? And maybe, and I've said it before, obviously I'm not an intellectual but I just watch stuff to watch it. I'm not like, oh, I wonder what the writer was thinking. And, oh, God, that's woke. I'm like, I don't even notice. Like, I just watch it. Well, but I also think, I think because these women are trying, I, I don't, maybe I don't want to be this feminist, but I'm going to be this feminist for a second. <laughs> like, here we have women of a certain age who have traditionally been told to, in Hollywood and in film and movies, this is the time when you play grandma. Right. They're now, they're playing mothers. They're playing women who are sexually active. And we're maybe not as comfortable with that as we should be. Yeah, we don't I will, want to think that grandma still gets railed in the back room. Right. I mean, she I do, might. <laughs> I do think what's interesting is that they are portrayed as the same age as the Golden Girls were when the Golden Girls was on TV. Right. But And so, but again, though, like... I think Why we just have to like matter? shit. We just have to shit on it because it's because it's we not, have to shit on everything, but we especially right. have to do it on this because it's women, mm. and okay. they're 
kind of vocal women and we don't like we don't like that we don't like when bitches have too much of an opinion and they're probably i i mean i'm sure if i took a super analytical eye to it instead of just watching it while the kid was napping and i was throwing lunch down um (laughs) like i'm i'm sure they did not execute everything perfectly on both sides right they probably were too woke sometimes and probably misrepresented (laughs) yeah like everything else like every person just not watch it but dear god in heaven so, yeah, just maybe just watch some shit. I haven't watched it. Yeah, me neither. I don't plan on it either. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's not surprising. Um, <laughs> I don't so, watch anything you people tell me to watch anyway. I wouldn't even attempt to tell either of you to watch that. <laughs> so here's another one uh, that Mitch brought to us. Joan Jett and Ted Nugent. Um, Ted Nugent was pretty upset that Joan Jett was included in the top 100 100 guitarist um by the way this was published this article including her was published over a decade ago um yeah they they rolling stone regularly will reintroduce that list the same with the greatest 500 albums of all time okay i thought he was just like looking through old issues while he was on the toilet and got really mad I, it's possible it's you never possible. know what he's doing yeah, honestly and but, i don't want to know um, too much no i i think that rolling stone will re uh, publish it, you know, sure. just like, eh, let's go ahead and drop that again. So he ranted on a YouTube live stream about a Rolling Stone article published in 2010. And what he said was, when you see the Rolling Stone magazine list of greatest guitar players, they list Joan Jett, but not Tommy Shaw of Sticks. How do you list the top 100 t- guitar players and not list Derek St. Holmes? How do you do that? You do that by lying. The same way you get Grandmaster Flash in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you do that by lying. You have to be a liar. You have to have shit for brains, and you have to be a soulless, soulless prick to put Joan Jett. Blah, blah, blah. He, so then, angry. he then stressed that his gripe with Jet being on the list had nothing to do with her sexuality. I love Joan. Some of my greatest memories include lesbians. Oh which I started, is, I started off by praising her. I even saluted the lesbian thing. <laughs> I love the lesbians. It's a cocktail of wonderment. By the way, if Grandmaster Flash is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Joan Jett is on the top list of top 100 guitar players, then I'm Caitlyn Jenner's boy toy. He says he isn't offended. <laughs> That he has not been included on this list yet. Somehow, I doubt that. <laughs> Could someone just go ahead and schlep him to the nursing home Oi! right now? <laughs> just put oh him on some goodness. kind of medication. Because that is, oh man, does it sound like you're upset at all that you haven't been nominated? Some no? of my greatest memories include lesbians. I think that's the, <laughs> it's a cocktail of wonderment. It sounds like Sounds like something, speaking of crazy Jews, Seth Rogen would write for one of his stupid movies. That whole thing sounds like a completely made up joke. It's so ridiculous. It like, I don't even know how you respond to that. I mean, he is a nutty, nutty nutbag. He's a special, special boy. I think we'll leave it at that. Mitchell, you have anything on that? Since you're the the one who brought this to us. He, He is such an angry old white man. And that he knows that. And right. that is the character that he has. Yeah, he's just gone with. He's gone yeah. with because it, it gives him, it's the same as Kid Rock. Where yes, right. you start off doing this and then you just, you're like, oh, people pay attention when I say the most outlandish shit that I possibly can. It's ridiculous. But anytime he gets a chance to complain, also the whole like, <laughs> I like lesbians. I That's got no sick. problem with Joan Jett's sexuality. I got no problem with her gender. I like women. I love watching them scissor. It's great. <laughs> L- nothing like it's, getting them on the you on the Pornhub and seeing them do it. I love watching them make out. Lesbians are great. That's that's it's my the, whole it's yeah. That exact same mentality. I've I got love lesbians. What's wrong? It, I don't. I'm not racist. I have black. I have friends. black friends. It's that that's whole. Exactly I love it. Jews. It's that kind of thing. As soon as you've said it, some of the best bankers I have are, are Jews. Jews. You know, I I got you, this you guy who sold me a diamond like, once. Like. Probably, <laughs> you're obviously trying to like. But it's this dude you know. that has isolated himself on this fucking compound out in the middle of nowhere, where he can hunt and shoot and fish and right. all this other stuff, and cook his all meat and not eat stuff. his vegetables and rant and rave on YouTube. And he's so isolated, he doesn't have any like. Yeah. He if he's even playing the guitar these days. It's with himself and Kid Rock. Like, they're just hanging out, like, sucking Trump's dick and playing guitar at the same time. Uh, it's just, the, he's so irrelevant 
and has right. made himself so irrelevant in an attempt to make himself relevant. Important. <laughs> Truly, yeah, 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 yeah. Where it's like, well, I'm not gonna make any more music because. Honestly, my music never really sold that well in the first place. Like, I had a couple good hits with Stranglehold and Cat Scratch Fever. But outside of that, y'all remember the damn Yankees? Yeah, we had a single. But, like, it's... (laughs) Stop it, Ted. Like, nobody cares. You look stupid. And, like, most of his fame... Like, he, he is a phenomenal guitar player. And some of his stuff... Like the White Buffalo is a great song. Like it's good, good music. It's okay. It's not. Nobody cares anymore. No, right. Right. You're not. <laughs> you haven't you're done only anything. Relevant to this very specific sect of people, and, and you're those... even pissing them off because you just rant and rave against anything and everything that isn't. Yeah, and you. you're a nutbag. Speaking of nutbags, Spe- <laughs> well, speaking of music and not caring. Um, <laughs> So I'm sure everyone remembers the Joe Rogan and Neil Young, or as my husband says, Neil Diamond controversy. Because <laughs> Neil Young and Neil Diamond are, are the, the same, same person. Obviously. God help him. Um, so here is what Neil Young had to say. <laughs> Neil Young and Neil Diamond are two different people. They are two very different people. You young people don't know. <laughs> Uh, So Neil Young said, Spotify has recently become a very damaging force via its public misinformation and lies about COVID. I first learned of this problem by reading that 200 plus doctors had joined forces taking on the dangerous, life-threatening COVID falsehoods found in Spotify programming. Most of the listeners hearing this unfactual, misleading, and false COVID information on Spotify are 24 years old, impressionable, and easy to swing to the wrong side of the truth. These young people believe Spotify would never present grossly unfactual information. They unfortunately are wrong. I knew I had to try to point that out. All my music is available on Spotify being sold to these young people. People who believe what they are hearing because it is on Spotify and people like me are supporting Spotify by presenting music there. I realized I could not continue to support Spotify's life-threatening misinformation to the music-loving public. Spotify represents 60% of the streaming of my music to listeners around the world. I sincerely hope that other artists and record companies We'll move off the Spotify platform and stop supporting Spotify's deadly misinformation about COVID. Um, he also, in, a, in his original letter, said, I want you to let Spotify know immediately today that I want all my music off their platform. They can have Rogan or Young, not both. Uh, uh, Joni Mitchell followed him um, and got her music off. So specifically... So there's been several who have now yes, pulled from Spotify. I think... Uh, Crosby. Yeah, Stills Nash. And yes, uh, also... some combination of those. Um, so specifically... <laughs> Hold, on. Hold on. Rin, let's, yeah. let's stop talking about music history for a minute. Back in the 60s, there was a band called Crosby, Crosby Stills, Stills, Nash, and Young. Young. Yes, yes, I know. Hmm? I'm saying, I can't remember and whether it was Crosby... And Shane Young. And Neil, right. Neil Young so has Neil lost Young. his mind several times, and I believe he's dead now. So Neil Young... Neil Young? No, Is Neil Young still alive? No, he's the one we're talking about. Oh, Neil. I'm sorry. Not Stop. Neil Diamond. Neil <laughs> Young. So, Neil so what I'm saying is I can't remember. I think it was Crosby and Stills, but maybe it was Nash. David I can't remember. Crosby, Stephen Stills. No, so but, only but some of them pulled. Two of them, in addition to Young, right, but I can't right. remember which ones pulled their music. David Crosby and Stephen Stills. Okay, there's also Nash. Nash. But we think Nash... Thanks, but you just said there was two in addition to Young. I know, I just don't know which of the three also did it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Okay. Dear listener, (laughs) please pray for me. (laughs) Whichever God you choose. Yeah, I think my dad would be on your team right now. But specifically, (laughs) Neil Young cited Joe Rogan, who hosts the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, and has suggested healthy young people shouldn't get vaccinated. After catching coronavirus, Rogan also praised ivermectin, a medicine used to kill parasites and animals and humans that has no proven antiviral benefits. Um, So two days later, they did start removing Neil Young's music. I know they've also taken Joni Mitchell's music off because I was very bummed about it. Um, So here's the deal. Spotify cares a lot more about podcasts than it does about music. Um, They spent over $100 million for the Joe Rogan experience, and there's 11 million listeners per episode. Um, And they are, they beat out Apple for being a podcast provider in the U.S. They're the largest podcast provider. BT Dubs, all three, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. See? So all four in total 
have pulled from. But <laughs> I, it, said I knew it was some combination. It was a combo, but then it, it was all four. All of the all Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Sometimes Young are all off of <laughs> Spotify, just so everybody knows. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and the reason sometimes young, because remember, he wasn't always with Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Right. So sometimes he was his go. own deal. It's been off and on. Okay. Keep going. So that's all I have. So podcasts make a lot of money. So, you know, at first, so my, you know, Joe Rogan's a total douchebag. I think he's a, he's a jackass. I also think he is a character. I think he is doing this. He's not, just like we here do not say, like, we're not trying to be the purveyors of all things fact. Okay. This is an opinion. He is stating an opinion. Is it a possibly dangerous one? Yes. But, you know, again, nobody has to listen to him. It's one of those things that, you know, I don't know. I just don't think he was saying a lot of what he was saying as seriously as some people are taking it. Yeah, that's and, the you know, problem. like there's a lot. I think there's a lot into this because at first I was like, yeah, you know, Fuck Spotify and fuck Joe Rogan, fuck all of them. And I start reading and I start thinking about it. And I'm like, so first hmm. of all, his apology was actually w really well done. Yes, it was. And he declared himself even, he was like, even now I'm a big Neil Young fan, yep. um, which I, he didn't have to do. I, I think <laughs> what? <laughs> Y'all are so silly. Uh, uh, let me finish and then uh, you can go uh, ahead. Okay. So I, I actually like Joe Rogan. Occasionally I'll listen to one of his podcasts if the guest is someone that I'm interested in hearing. Mm -hmm. I think that you're right, Katrina, but I think when you have 11 million listeners per episode, you don't get to just say whatever you want. And and especially if you know that people are taking medical advice from your show. Um, I, but I, you know, I, John I just, Stewart. So I was going to say, I don't know how he's presenting it, how he's saying it. Um, exactly like we do now. Right. Like he's well, just sitting there and he's and just talking. And quite frankly, if With we had a He's yeah. talking with someone. If we had 11 million listeners and I said I did whatever I did, I mean, I'm not telling you to do it. I just do it. Um, well, and I don't know if I'm going to stop saying whatever the fuck comes to my head either if we had 11 million listeners. You know what I mean? So, and like, we don't have quite that many. No, but if we not did, quite. what I'm saying is <laughs> I think the bullshit that comes out of all of our mouths will still right. continue to happen. Right. Whether you take it or not, that's kind of your problem. Uh, we do have a legal disclaimer on our website, BT Dubs. <laughs> Well, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh I will say, John, St before you launch into it, John Stewart, you know, he said, you know, he thought it was a mistake to take their music off Spotify. He thought it was better to engage in these situations. And I like that. That is a, and he is like trying to uncancel this cancel culture thing yeah. we're doing and by we're just overreacting. Of. And not engaging in conversation and dialogue is not helpful. And so we're just we're just continuing the spiral, the shit spiral. I mean. All right, Mitchell, tell us why we're wrong. Well, first of all, Joe Rogan, uh, and I discussed this a little bit in the last section. Um, Joe Rogan, <laughs> or the last episode, Joe Rogan has this podcast, and he has an extraordinarily large format or uh, following. He, he was one of my introductions to podcasts in general. And his format is... Loose. To say the <laughs> least. That is generous. Basically, he sits down with a guest, they smoke a bunch of weed, and then they just talk for hours on sometimes. Like, there are episodes that are four hours long, right. uh, and it just goes from this topic to this topic, and it is a lot like stoner sitting around going, yeah, but what if, like, oh, wood yes. was actually made of metal and we yeah. didn't know it? And it's then, not like, that big of an exaggeration what you're saying right no, now. No, I know. It's, <laughs> right? it's, I'm not. I, I've heard things similar where it's just like, but what if doorknobs were really turning us, but, like, the gravity just is an optical illusion, man. And so that's basically the format of his podcast. Right. And it goes from MMA to drugs, to uh, workouts. So, and how, to, so how did we then make him the leader uh, and foremost front runner of all things medical advice? Right. Because he does what the piss guy does. And he says, <laughs> I'm not an expert. But. I'm not an expert. Listen, I'm not a doctor. Don't, li don't take my advice. I am not an expert. Here's me talking like an expert mm -hmm. about a topic in which I am just posturing on. Like, I am yeah. just coming, I'm pulling this shit out of my ass, but I'm doing it in a way that is presented as 
well, this document I read over here said this, and therefore this document doesn't say that. And then you start making connections that aren't really there. You end up in, it's how conspiracy theories are born. It's just somebody sitting around just looking too deep into something. And, but I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert. So to an extent, let me just say it. I'm not a fan of it. I think that it is just, it's chaos. This is a subjective of the show. Not like my thoughts on Joe Rogan. I don't like him. I think he's, uh, mm-hmm. I think he knows his position and he knows his level of power and influence. That's what I'm saying. I think Joe knows exactly what he's saying and what he's doing and how many people are listening. Oh, I definitely don't so think, I think he's stupid. That it is irresponsible <laughs> yeah. for him to have somebody on there talking like that like an expert and saying well i had covid i used a horse dewormer right and i'm fine well joe you also talk about your health regimens and your workout routines and your supplements and your vitamins and your nutrients that you also take and you're in great health so maybe that's what got you through covid and not right. the dewormer right you didn't take that into account, though. You're just like, this one thing, I took one antibiotic pill. It's like, I drank a Sprite while I had COVID. I Shit, felt better. That's, <laughs> I, it worked. It was, must be Sprite. I didn't have COVID, by the way. I just want to put that out there. It's a metaphor. Not, it's a, not that it, there's anything wrong with having COVID. I'm just, it's very Seinfeld of you. Hey, I turned my microphone off and then back on. Do you think it'll still work? Not to so, segue. Here's the other thing. So <laughs> what happens when you work with people who aren't professionals. <laughs> Neil Young <laughs> comes from the 60s. Yes. Counterculture. Yes. People protesting and fighting things and doing this stuff. That's true. Why in the hell wouldn't he take umbrage with this and pull his music down? That's who he is. Most of his early career was songs about don't let the man keep you down. Yeah. You know, get out there and love some people and do this, whatever. Like, that's who Neil Young is. That's who Joni Mitchell is. This is giving them a new fuel for life. This is where they, they found their... Quite frankly, I think all of them, all three positions, Spotify's, Joe Rogan's, and theirs, I'm like, it's a free fucking country. Spotify's making money. Joe Rogan's making money. You know, Joni and uh, Neil, they'll keep making money, and everybody's just, and they're going to stand by their principles. They're going to stand by whatever it is, and like, fuck it. You know, Spotify's a money making conglomerate. Why do you think they need to have some moral superiority? They're there to make money. It's just like all of us. Pulling their music was their prerogative. That's right. Their music. And Spotify went with the dog that made more money. It's not, you know, to me, it's it's not another thing. Like, and that's of course what happened was everybody's like, oh, it's cancel culture. Spotify's canceled now. Joe Rogan's canceled now. Nope. I'm like, no, Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, and a bunch of other old people decided they didn't like what they heard, and so they did what yeah. they wanted to Good do. Good for them. They made a statement. That it was yeah. a well said statement. It sure. wasn't like Ted Nugent going, "I like lesbians." I don't right. Really no, like, they, they, they this d- dumb bitch is in the in the is one of the. I don't even understand how she's one of the best guitarists when she's got a vagina. Right? She, how could she play without? A no, dick? they did have really good. What they said was good. They had every prerogative and every right to do it. Yeah. And I mean, quite frankly, all three of them more power to all of y'all. Do I mean you know keep doing you? Also, and we're on Spotify so now. Speaking of. Lesbians and more power to you. <laughs> um, Elvira, guys. Cassandra Peterson. Yeah. So she was on David Yontif's Behind the Velvet Rope podcast and revealed that she came out in September of last year and her social media temporarily took a serious hit. What she said was, I knew that there were going to be some horny old men out there who were just not going to like the fact that they didn't have a chance with me anymore. And I hate to tell them that they already didn't have a chance with me anyway. <laughs> she ultimately gained 60,000 new followers who are all extremely supportive of her and the revelation that she's been in a 19-year relationship with her former personal trainer, trainer Teresa T. Wearson. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, she kept the secret to protect her brand until her mem- memoir, Yours Cruelly, Elvira, um, and what she said was, my, would my fans hate me for not being what they expected me to be? I'm very aware that there will be some who will be disappointed and maybe even angry, but I have to live with myself. And at this point in my life, I've got to be truthful about who I am. For the first time in my life, I'm with someone who makes me feel safe, blessed, and truly loved. 
Which, like, so good for her. Also, yeah. who the fuck has thought of Elvira since 1990? <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, good for her. I'm really happy. Yeah. If she can just be who she is, then great. Like, that is really beautiful. And what she said was really beautiful. But, like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, do what, do whatever, Elvira. Literally, I haven't... You were in a Pepsi commercial, I think, when I was 10. And that's the last thing I remember of you. The pinball machine was and pretty... I, I love the Elvira pinball machine. I... Okay. Solid. I'm sure it was, but like, okay, great. And now, okay. So, like, uh, for some of us, it just, it's like, okay, you can be a lesbian yeah. or not. I don't, it's fine. Cool. Like, I'm good. Well, I just, you I know. liked the way that she was like, yeah, I lost some followers, but then she gained 60,000 followers. <laughs> I love like, that part. But I mean, like, this, are, are sex symbols still a thing? Yes. Like, I mean, for like, but not we don't talk you, about. I'm them. talking about youngsters, Katrina, uh, like <laughs> me and Rin. Like, is, like, do do they still exist for us? Like they did back in the 80s and 90s. I with, think kids still with, put like, Harry Styles posters up, or they were Channing Tatum. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Chan- See, I think I feel like. I Channing's mean, he's not probably, my deal, but oh, yes. he could dance so for like me. 14 year olds, do they have like posters up of Adam uh, Driver? <laughs> Well, the fourteen-year-old Rin would because that's her man. She sure would. Um, <laughs> you can have him. But you know, I mean, Elvira was was that that sexy part of horror culture and like heavy metal, and it's fine. And that existed all through the eighties and nineties. Uh, thankfully, I was smart enough to not, not ever have that moment like these old guys where it's just like, man, one day, one day, man. It's it's like no, that's a person on the television. And I've right. I've learned that things on the TV aren't real. Right, they're not for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Like if Mariah Carey came out and said I'm gay, I'd be like, word. Right. Right. It it's not like you ever thought you had way. a chance right. with Mariah. Right. I, I don't. Th- I think to answer your question, I don't think they exist the way they once did. I think we still have those movie stars or idols that we look up to or we lust over. But no, I don't think it's quite what it was because okay. again. It was mostly women. Well, maybe and that's an episode. we've stopped doing that because we're not going to put busty-titted women on posters when they're not like a Playboy model, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, we're just not doing that anymore, really. Right. So, I mean, so like, yes and no. I think it's not the Except same. The Rock. Do you love The Rock? Who doesn't? Come on. I know. I'm with it's you. It's fucking american I think Shane if, would marry him. If you don't love The Rock... Unsubscribe now. Okay. <laughs> so let's put a pin in this. I really do want to like have an episode on like do movie stars or sex symbols like these epic be bigger than life humans still exist in modern culture or has content like The Rock. I think I, <laughs> but yes, we'll have a I whole think episode. Just as a preface uh, and a teaser, I think The Rock might be the last. I, I think you're wrong, but... Okay, we'll find out. Prove me wrong, Ren. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm starting a document that says sex symbols <laughs> so that we don't forget because we absolutely will. Uh, and now it says sex symbola, and you know what? Stick well, with it. Symbola, I love it. <laughs> Stick with so, it. All right. all right, so the next one, uh, <laughs> talking about Snow White a little bit. A little sex symbol <laughs> Peter Dinklage. Um, Who is his... He, man, he's, he's all right. Yeah. And he's he's white, so that's not really usually for me. No. But I, <laughs> I think Peter Dinklage is like a really good looking dude. So anyway, okay, um, so, we're not talking about that. Though. So Disney, <laughs> Disney is remaking Snow White, um, and he was not into it. Um, so what he said definitely was, not. Take a step back and look at what you're doing here. It makes no sense to me. You're progressive in one way, and you're still making the fucking this fucking backward story about seven dwarfs living in a cave together. First of all, they didn't live in the cave. They worked in the cave, but... Um, in the Disney version. No, no the they Disney live version. in a... They have a little home. They work in a cave in as miners. In the Disney cartoon. Anyway, he yeah. said, what the fuck yeah, are you yeah. doing, man? Uh, he was taken aback by the studio's celebration of casting a Latina lead, even as it revisits the story with problematic representation of dwarfs. Um, and so with Disney, their response was to avoid reinforcing stereotypes from the original animated film. We are taking a different approach with these seven characters and have been consulting with members of the dwarfism community. We look forward to sharing more as the film heads into production after a lengthy development period. So I think what Peter Dinklage is saying is this story should just be shelved. Like we shouldn't be redoing this one. 
It's a creepy story. We've discussed this. We've <laughs> yeah, discussed we this at length in an episode on Disney princesses about dwarves aside because he Wait, he wait makes, does it matter? Seven he men. He makes a very valid point. Seven grown men living together, working together, doing nothing outside of those With seven guys. a woman who is asleep in a coma being kissed by random dudes also, until it's the right one. Which yeah, and she was once, a child. Right. Also, we've talked when about. He kisses her, then it's love, and they get married. Because... Well, do they? They met one time before at that well, though. You know what I mean? I, okay. <laughs> sure, that makes it distinctly less creepy. So, what I think we're saying is, we leave it as the old nineteen forty cartoon and be done. Because what's so? I think what's happening is because you know we can't think of anything unique or new anymore. So we're redoing everything. You know, they've got the live action Aladdin. Ba- I don't b- love the live action Beauty and myself. Beauty and Beast. In, in oh, I'm general. a big fan of the Aladdin. I'm not gonna lie. I love Aladdin. I don't mind Beauty and the Beast either. I've liked them all so far. I'm lying. Huh. I like them all. Well, then your opinion um, is invalidated. I am. I am. I wish yeah, I never said canceled. that. Canceled. <laughs> you are canceled. No. Um, I like them. It wasn't something I was going to be. I, w- I didn't want to like them. And it took me a long time to watch all of them. But when I did, I was like, okay, I'm not mad at it. It's, that's how I felt the first time I met you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really want to see this again, but I did. And so here we are. Um, but yeah, I think we're saying we don't need a live action Snow White is what's happening. Yeah, I guess. Or I maybe mean, if they can reimagine it in a way that doesn't piss off Peter Dinklage, I don't know. Like, Didn't they do it with like the huntsman? Wasn't there? A- yeah. But they were still dwarfs. But I don't. Yeah, I don't. I didn't see that okay. either. Well, we had Those a are good. Action. Those were. Yeah, we did. But it was like a dark, not for kids. Cool. They're trying to make this one a kid friendly. Didn't they also do Mirror Mirror? Wasn't that another? Yes. Also not by Disney, I guess. But, but also but. not Midgets. Dwarfs. I'm sorry. I, sh- I think Midget is absolutely inappropriate. I'm so sorry. Clearly. Dwarfs. I think we did not do anything with a yeah, person who is, right is it's that. definitely not midget. It is mm. definitely not. And I am very sorry. Um, Just keep saying it. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure everybody knows I am dead wrong. Um, none of these people, when we did all of this, it wasn't really kind of a ta- like highlighting people who have uh, either a genetic something going on, a color something going on. You know what I mean? When we did this, also remember when we do Aladdin and Will Smith plays the genie, people were in complete uproar. Well, and again, it doesn't matter what they do. They're going to piss somebody off. The right is going to look at this like, oh God, it's the left again, ruining Snow White. And it's like, and the left's going to look at it and it won't be, it won't be woke enough. That's right. Right. It's it's not going to hit, anybody and properly it's, no. right it's 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 all just like you're all just positioning mm-hmm. like that's all it is it doesn't a fucking affect you <laughs> pretty much like if you don't want to watch it don't fucking watch it if you didn't enjoy it tell somebody i didn't really like it wasn't my speed but like i've had this thing going on where it's like yeah look at this band that band's stupid they're not heavy enough it's like the only okay, well, you, you could have just said something like, eh, I don't okay. care for them. No, uh, better perspective. I said, hey, I just got back from this brewery uh, getting ready to throw on this record. Well, the record's good, but that place is shit. And I'm like, mm, well, okay, okay, well, that's very subjective. Um, and I don't, like, whatever. And it, it got to the point, and I finally just went, hey, maybe if somebody says I just had a great time somewhere, you just that say, place, cool. fuck that place is not the correct response. <laughs> well, you know? but this like, one. Same with this, where it's like, uh, to your point earlier, why are you hate watching? Why are you rage watching this? Right. You know what you're expecting. You can see from the trailers that you're not going to like it. Right. So don't, don't put yourself don't, through right. it. And if you don't want to watch it, fucking don't. I think this one's a little different just in the, because what we are talking about is kind of the 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 denigration of dwarfism. Yeah, representation. And so in the representation of it. Yeah, I think that's why this one is the problem and why we shouldn't do it, but the others 100% Mitch don't watch it. If I you don't have, like that Will Smith is playing genie, don't watch it. I've been I uncomfortable mean, by the uh <laughs> the 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 little people scenario in film for Years. Well, I will say I, that that happened some years ago, and people were protesting on their behalf. And they also then the little people said, "Don't do that. We make a lot of money." Right. <laughs> There's um, two sides. So of where Peter Dinklage is. Don't speak for me. He can speak for himself, and he is right. We don't belong speaking for them. Just like it's true. I mean, I I 
I can defend, I can help and I can stand next to them, but I don't get to speak for them. And so, and that's what we do constantly. We've had this conversation about all the things. Yeah. I don't get to speak for you. I get to be your ally. Correct. But, you know, so I think if Peter Dinklage is saying that, and he is probably the most well-known and best paid little person who's ever existed, uh, let's uh, probably, maybe we should kind of listen. The guy's kind of made a lot of money. Being an actor. You think of Warwick Davis? Yep, thank you. You're welcome. He played Grip Hook in Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, I still think Peter Dinklage is better known and has I, made yeah, a lot more money yeah. at this point yeah. and been in a lot more things at this point. So let's move on to what's definitely going to be my favorite topic that we talk about today. <laughs> um, sexy M&Ms. Yahoo! Or now, the lack of... <laughs> Truly a travesty. I totally missed this whole discussion because I could oh. not care less. No, this one's fun. Though. Get ready to care. No, yeah. no, no. I saw what it was and I just went, I can't deal with this bullshit anymore. <laughs> and at the end of this episode, I'm feeling sort of the same way after everything that we've talked about. It's like, we have as two far things as left. Why do people care so, so much fucking much about irrelevant That's, shit? So right. Nobody should care about this, but it tickles me that people do. Right. We're talking about it because we do still, be, we are entertained by the fact that this has become, <laughs> all of these things are so polarizing for zero reason. Gotcha. So Jan- in January, M&M's unveiled a more inclusive look for their candy characters. Uh, Brown, formerly Ms. Brown, will sport kitten heels instead of stilettos, and Green will swap her go-go boots for sneakers. Uh, they're trying to be more representative, more shine, and less shade. Uh, Red will be less bossy. Orange will embrace his anxiety, if only Shane would take his example. Um <laughs> But of course, our, our dear pal, Tucker Carlson, did not take this lying down. So he said, bet you didn't think M&Ms were pushing intolerance, but they were. They've changed. The green M&M, you will notice, is no longer wearing sexy boots. Now she's wearing sensible sneakers. Why the change? Well, according to M&Ms, we all win when we see more women in leading roles. Because leading women do not wear sexy boots. Leading women wear frumpy shoes. The frumpier, the better. That's the rule. The other big news is that the brown M&M has, quote, transitioned from high stilettos to lower block heels. Also less sexy. That's progress. M&Ms will not be satisfied until every last cartoon character is deeply unappealing and totally androgynous. Until the moment you wouldn't want to have a drink with any one of them. That's the goal. When you're totally turned off, we've achieved equality. They've won. Then he blamed the orange M&M's anxiety on being surrounded by ugly shoes. He liked the sexy boots. Thank God. <laughs> the fact that Tucker Carlson got so rowdy over something so insignificant brings me joy because I hope I he mean, lost sleep. And I also, hope, uh, like, do you can, have nothing else to talk about? Maybe, maybe more talk about M&M's, less talk about Putin. Sure. You know sure, what I mean? Sure, like, I would be maybe. on board for that. I don't know, but... I just like, why are you thinking about getting a drink with a candy (laughs) character? Are you home? Is this what we're Googling at night? Do you know that? The sexy green m and I wonder if he knows they don't exist in real life. Hard to say. (laughs) Tucker, honey, they're not real. You can't have a beer with them unless you're eating them while drinking your beer. And like, oh my God. She takes her heels off before you have to eat I feel bad for his (gasps) wife, the footwear. I, it's, it's such, it's, it's so. It's amazing demeaning it's embarrassing i'm embarrassed that, for him that, that he had he went on this whole diatribe oh my god and i i know like i know what he's trying to do it, it's another <laughs> battle against cancel culture oh, and we all wokeism know what he's trying to do and the wussification of america and it, it's just so out of touch and ridiculous like your sarcasm it's like mine it's bad it it's yeah i mean <laughs> We get that it's sarcasm, but you're still upset and spending time. You're actually upset. upset. You are actually upset. You're you're spending time and words and energy railing against a decision by a privately owned, maybe publicly owned company. But again, it's a business. Okay. Him aside, because I think everybody listening to this podcast agrees that he's a complete piece of shit. And him and Ben Shapiro are probably fucking. <laughs> the Mars family is a privately owned company. Okay. But they kind of pissed me off with this too. 
do what you want with the cartoon characters, but do you have to like pander? Pander. <laughs> oh and, yeah. And I think like right. Like that almost annoys me as much as the people that want to rant about <laughs> right. it. Right. Yes. You know, 100%. like the, and I think I brought it up during the potato head thing like change it. But just you don't just change have to it. tell everybody that right. you're fucking changing it. Like you're starting the controversy, and you knew what you were doing, and they knew that, right? And they knew Tucker Carlson would talk about it, and the right, right and would it get just, all there's no bad thing. Like, there's no such thing see, as bad publicity. Did you see the numbers on Potato Head? Right. Shit. Let's, yep. let's just change out these shoes. Yeah, the number I don't one think Google. We need to talk about any like mental disorders of candy characters like his anxiety levels like that's not necessary they're fake i Once wasn't again. ever worried about the candy character i shoes. also i didn't give one shit but also i didn't care if they, if i had seen they changed i'd be like okay well there's something i don't even know really that matter. i would have noticed i yeah. wouldn't have i, I don't really think i would have noticed at all the maximum amount of time that i am exposed to these cartoons it's is so 30 minimal. seconds and not even usually what, how much personality and backstory am I supposed to get out of 30-second clips? Do, why do I care? If I have watched a commercial, that's bathroom break. I and, do say, yeah. I do say, so that is like mildly annoying, but Tucker Carlson turning, because he even says transitioning <laughs> from one shoot, transition from high stilettos to lower block heels, which is just a trigger word, right? Mm -hmm. For yes. like, I mean, oh, so yes, I'm mildly annoyed by the consumerism trying to parade as wokeism and, and yeah. wokeism itself. But like the outrage over it is way more annoying, but it is another example of, the left and the right all being annoying. Oh, <laughs> like everyone's everybody's, annoying. Everybody's an asshole. <laughs> yes, everyone's Speaking an asshole. Speaking of assholes. So here's our, our last one, Mitchie. It's a two-parter. We're talking about Kim Kardashian, mm -hmm. who I know you follow avidly. Mm -hmm. um, so first, about the whole <laughs> like Kanye West, Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian drama. So I've heard a lot about, like, so obviously this is straight-up abuse happening on a public stage. That's 100%. what's happening. 100%. That's yeah. what's happening. Borderline illegal, if not illegal. Yes. But I keep hearing people say, let's stop making jokes about this. It's not funny. It's abuse. Are people actually making jokes about this? Because I haven't seen that. No. No one's making jokes <laughs> about this. I haven't seen anyone make a joke. No. Um, I'm sure there's I mean, about memes. them and all of, of them in general. Has, but I'm sure. Right. Yeah. And I, I'm sure people make Kanye jokes all the time. I've stopped. I've stopped talking about his music and and anything about it just because it's like, okay, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, he just you know, I am not an expert, but like he he seems like he has. I mean, and he's even said that he's mentally ill. We've talked right? about him before in mental yeah, illness. He, he definitely is mentally ill. I, and this is no justification for his behavior. Uh, in fact, it's, it's more damning of the people that are around him. But his mental health is clearly unchecked. Yes, and right. Un, like, and nobody's doing that. And I, I'm, this is an assumption here. But I feel like that's what led to the divorce in the first place was yeah. Kim was concerned. Yes. And Kim attempted to, get to help. help and do things and made statements about it. Please. Yeah. Th my husband is going through some things. Right. Trying you know, to she, kind of defend. She was very, yeah. The... She was like, hey, I, I know what's going on. And I know it's really crazy. And it sounds weird that he's wearing a MAGA hat and hanging out with Trump. But like, he's he dealing has, with something. He's dealing with something. Please, please show some respect. Yeah. Uh, but. The the problem with having an unlimited amount of money and resources is that there's a whole bunch of people that will never, ever do anything but say yes to him. Yeah. Donald Trump, will, same thing. They get a no. hold of their phone and just tweet and do whatever, and who's going to check them? Because the guy that's no on the couch. Yeah, Kanye, that's a good one. Yeah, that's of course, because he's benefiting mm -hmm. from the... Right. Exactly, the relationship. Right. So. It's, it's all a very sad situation. <laughs> But here's an example of two Poor things. Pete can be Davidson. I'm sorry. Like that dude seems so caught up in all this. Like, 
I'm sure he's not a perfect human I being. No, I know. By any standards, but like. Well, him text, texting the pic. I like Pete Davidson, but texting the picture and saying, "Where am I in your wife's bed?" That was probably not a great. Well, note. yeah. Okay, but that, at that he's point, he's also a comedian, right? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of what he does. That is right. kind of what he does, and also like that's that was that that was a long time coming, like oh, the push. Absolutely. That was push, 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 push till I finally react, I and now if, you got it. I think if I was him, I might have stepped away from the. Situation I would have, but you and I are not him and we're also not celebrities right. he's from Staten yeah. Island yes. you know who else is from Staten Island motherfucking Wu-Tang Clan <laughs> they don't fuck no, they around don't, yeah and they don't step back from Pete a Davidson fight Davidson ain't nothing to fuck with either no, no I, I, I'm a big Pete Davidson fan but yeah it's just all very messy and sad and, and mental illness doesn't give you carte blanche to be unkind to right. other people no, also if you've acknowledged it yeah if yeah. you've acknowledged it then it's your then responsibility to, to, to handle it, it. And there's kids going through this, too. Mm-hmm. So, and we're not exactly, it's not like we're exactly Kim fans over no. here. And so here's part this, two of the shit yeah. show. Here's the situation of more than one thing can be true at the same time. So Kim is uh, seems to be uh, a victim of abuse. Um, she's also making statements that are real, real not great. Um so she basically They're not just not real great. They're she, asshole statements. She was, Straight up asshole. She was asked for her business advice and what she said was, quote, for for women, advice for women. Get <laughs> have your have a sex tape. Oh no, <laughs> it wasn't that. That's not what she said. Oh well, it should have been. She said, "Get your fucking ass up and work." Hmm. It seems and here's the, She didn't get her ass up. She laid down on her back and spread her legs. That's what well, she did. She was also born on third base. Let's not forget that. <laughs> But the rest of her statement is, oh, I didn't mean it like that. I know, but you're my favorite. <laughs> like, everything about you is amazing. Uh, she said, it seems like nobody wants to work these days. You have to surround yourself with people that want to work. Have a good work environment where everyone loves what they do. Because you have one life, no toxic work environments. <laughs> so. Your, your whole family's the definition of a toxic. And correct. you literally have never worked a day in your life. Yeah, being and busy. running around town with all your money shopping is not called work, okay? Well, and uh, but even like being interviewed, like uh, being busy isn't the same as still working not hard. interviewed, and sh- and because cameras follow you around with your bullshit doesn't she's, make it work. And, she's a billionaire. No yeah. one becomes a billionaire by quote working hard. That's <laughs> that's exactly true. That's not no, nope. like that's not how that happens. Nope. You don't become a billionaire except by exploiting other people. Right. Right. So yep. is she talking about getting, like, would she tell all the people that she's exploiting in other countries making her wares, you know, yeah. they should be female entrepreneurs and, you know, get up off their ass and work. Like, I guess they do get off their ass and work. Give so, me a break. Yeah. She doesn't even get her off her ass to like tell her household staff what to do. But here's my question. Why are we asking her for business advice? I, I, I wouldn't. It certainly doesn't apply to the average Jane. Not from her. I no. don't literally want to fucking hear anything but nothing no, from her. I don't her. really need Kim I'm good. On there is such a divide between the rich and the poor. Some people call it a wealth gap, but those people are smart. <laughs> I, it's so, like, when you hear Kim Kardashian talk like this, that's, <laughs> She's so that's far- part of the systemic problem that we as Americans have and which has put us all in fucking therapy uh, just burned out we just don't even have time to pay attention to the fact that wages are stagnant, inflation is shooting up right. and we, it's, it, she doesn't even know how much gasoline costs no I just right. say she's so out of touch with reality I, I think no, it's, it's almost like a, it's almost a joke to ask like, her would ask be a, a joke rich person, if you ask Jeff Bezos how much a banana costs he wouldn't be able to answer within any degree of certainty. Right. I don't know how much a banana costs either, but depends on where you go. <laughs> yes. and if it's by pound or the banana. Yeah. yeah a, sometimes... a banana is only like twenty bucks, right? Right. <laughs> we were calling them bananas. <laughs> bananas. There's, there's like a, an interview where somebody was talking, and they're like, "Yeah," and then like a family of five. How are they going to afford 19 gallons of milk a week? And it's like, wait, what? How how many gallons of milk do you what? Even do you maybe think, they have 19 children. That's still a lot of milk a week. No, not nah. for 19 children. Anyways, it, it's just there's there's no like, she's so far out of touch. What she doesn't understand is all these women that she's telling to go out and 
get up and work hard and be an entrepreneur, if they do that, who the fuck is going to make her shit? That's right. Yeah. There's a division of labor that nobody seems to acknowledge up there. It's get out and work hard and do this. And it's like, you didn't. Yep. You Somebody else makes your product. You just put your name and likeness on it. You didn't invent your cologne. Yeah, it's your, very your Marie Antoinette while, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Yes. Absolutely. You didn't make that tequila. Like you didn't make the tequila. His, her sister was it Chloe or Kay, Kylie that had the tequila that they called like Blanco or something, which was white. And it's like, yo, do, are you that far out of fucking touch? They like, are that far. Yes, they are clearly. Yeah, but it's like people are like, oh, her tequila is so good. It's not her tequila. It's got her name on it. Somebody else made that tequila. It's probably mediocre tequila made in huge batches. Yes. And they just bottle it in different places. Like, that's how liquor works, y'all. Right. Like, that's how beer works. Like, your Bud Light and Bud Heavy, they come out of the same fucking vat. Yep. It's just that the stuff up top has, I don't, I'm not going to get into the science of it because I don't. Uh, oh, no, please do. No, don't. Please don't. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> but it's like here's this tequila. We'll give you this cut of the barrel. You can put your name on it and resell it. You know, we could That's do that it. as private citizens. I could have, I could have bottles made from any of the distilleries in Kentucky, put right. my name on them. Right. And it's the same Woodford. Right, right. But <laughs> it's the exact same fucking Woodford. It's her name. Then it mm-hmm. goes exponentially crazy. The same with the makeup. It's, it's the, there's this concept. Like you just got to get out and work hard. Like I can't work any harder. Right. Like, I work all fucking yes, day. Yes, it's just... Kim they, Kardashian, you know what you need to do? Mow the fucking yard. Yeah. <laughs> work all day, and then get home and mow the fucking yard. Yep. Well, and, and we... I mean, I do want to say, like, no one should be a billionaire. That's not a thing that should happen. I agree. Nobody gets rich by working. You get rich by, like, inheriting wealth and investments. That's what happens. And so... She's profiting off a system. It's not her fault. Um, but that's what has to change. And that's why she sounds like Marie Antoinette. Like, and, mm-hmm. and what's unfortunate is that like, the poverty problem in our country is just getting worse and worse and worse. Like The wealth gap that you were talking about is just horrendous. Where you've got more billionaires than we've ever had hoarding wealth. Where you can talk to one of them and like, if you were like, how much, how much money do you have? They're like, I don't have any money. I look at my bank accounts. They're broke. All their money is tied in a foundation. up in imaginary bullshit called the stock market or crypto or NFTs where it's just like, no, these are investments. Yeah. These, this isn't money. This is just that's work. That's how they justify all of that. And that's how head. they get out of paying taxes. That's right. <sighs> Yeah. Oh, you get me started on this. So bullshit. that's a whole nother episode. And yeah. So all of you, note, all of you, please send us a dollar. Get your fucking ass up and work, you lazy bums. And then have your friends send us a dollar, and then that's called a pyramid scheme. It's, 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 <laughs> it's really, it's so frustrating. It's one of my pet peeves right now. And like my buddy even started doing this like uh, satirical take on it, where he'll jump on his Instagram. Uh, it's funny. You'll find out why in a minute. Uh, on his Instagram reels, and he was like, hey, everybody, just jumping on here real quick. Just wanted to say, you got to get out there, rise and grind. Do what you're doing. Don't worry about your kids. Don't worry about your dogs. <laughs> you got to get out there, make that money, do the hut. And, it, like, every one of them is hilarious. Because, and it's the sad part is, like, that's how so many people yep. feel. Yeah. And I see people at work where I'm just like, yeah, this isn't cool. Like, they, nobody has time to do this. Like you want me to do this, but I don't. And like, wow, we just gotta, we just gotta work through it. We just gotta work through it. Cool. Capitalism is a rough. It's. I feel. I still for feel like us. it's the best of the worst, but it's not for some. For some, you're right. Um, well, and on that bright and happy note, super fun. <laughs> um, hope you're overjoyed and energized. <laughs> Think after about all the M&Ms that. though. Maybe like go yeah, have go back some to chocolate. Tucker Carlson like, <laughs> agonizing over M&M heels and you know. Yeah, Alexa was really chiming in she too. In she wants she does want in on this. So um, 
like us, subscribe to us. We are on Spotify now. <laughs> Even if Joe Rogan is still there, it's fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Um, you can find us at thatothereffort.com. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And um, we love you. One, one thing I forgot to mention. One thing I forgot to mention. When you said Joe Rogan's apology was really good and he said I, he made it a point to say I'm a... I'm a Neil Young fan, and he didn't have to do that. To that, I say, yes, he did, Ren. No, he didn't. No, he did have to say that. No, he didn't. Because that was the exact same thing we talked about in uh, this episode or the last one. I don't know. That was that was the equivalent of I'm not racist. I have black friends. <laughs> I'm not mad at Neil Young. I'm I not mad Neil about this at all. I'm a Neil Young fan. Well. To close this out, I'll just say, despite it all, I'm a Mitch Wheeler fan. So <laughs> I don't have to be. But we but are. I am, but I am. We all have a Mitch. See what you're doing now. <laughs> and I would encourage you all to be Mitch Wheeler fans. And remember, feminism, feminism isn't, isn't a bad, bad word. word.